And that's it right there. Nobody likes you when you're 23. Welcome to 2023. Nobody likes this year. Get out of here. <clears throat> we're going to talk about some new music. Actually, no, we're not talking about new music. <clears throat> we're doing our top 20. We're going to do songs from my top 20 albums of 2022. But welcome to 2023. We got Chizzy back in the house with us. Let's get it. Okay. And we're live. Oh boy! On our end, <laughs> that's the, that's the thing. That should, I should, that's what we should call this. And we're live. <laughs> it's Nobody nice. likes you in twenty twenty three. Oh, nice, nice. <laughs> that's that's what I just did with the intro. It's pretty good. All right, so we got Chad, Ch- Chizzy's back. Chad's back. Yeah, and we did it the first try. The first try. Oh, my kiddo is coming in to join in. What's up, dude? What was your favorite album of 2022? He's grabbing a drumstick and looking at me. Okay. It is too late to play the drums. <clears throat> I went to a basketball game tonight, and I don't know if my voice sounds scratchy. A bit, yeah. Get that was around. fun. Yeah, I had to get a little rowdy. It was fun. Mandatory. Baby's going night-night. All right. So, actually, I added two songs on there before we get into the top 20. Because there are two albums that probably are in, I think, a lot of people's, or at least one or two. So, we got some Red Hot Chili Peppers. They had two albums in 21, or 22. Back to back. Love. And Return of the Dream Canteen, which people raved about because they had the return. Uh, it brought um, it brought back one of their old guitarists that hadn't been on a few albums the with original. them recently. Yeah, and both of these albums were <clears throat> long ones. They were both like an hour, hour and a half, I think. And I think they're both. They they barely didn't make the cut of my top 25. They were at... Oh, man, I want to see what the scores were on them. Oh, yeah. Correct. So the Close. 20th... Because I did all the one versus one. Um, oh, man, where is it? We are uh, I can't even... Yeah, super prepared. <laughs> well, I have this thing up. So my top, so number 20, like after the adjusted score in that score. <clears throat> so both of these albums, I gave a 4.5 or a 4.75 to maybe. But after all the one versus one stuff, you know, to see how they hold up <clears throat> over time, they kind of, they didn't withstand enough to uh, stay in that top 20. Um, but they were both great albums, so I recommend both of them for anyone, obviously. So we got some honorable mentions. Honorable mentions on these two, for sure. Um, but, like, for instance, Unlimited Love had seven songs on it. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I, I, I mean, I marked se- seven of those as, like, really The whole album's good, but when you extend an album that long... Are you going to listen to the whole thing? Is everyone always going to listen to the thing? I will from time to time. Can't have 17 bangers. 
Yeah. Still a good album, but so that was we were just listening to a little of These Are the Ways from Unlimited Love. And then there was Tip of My Tongue off of Return of the Dream Canteen, which is a solid one too. This one got really funky. Both of these albums, they it, what's cool is they have slightly different aspects of the band's music. So it's like this this album got the like psychedelic funk and Unlimited Love was more like the alt rock album. Super chill. Yeah, this one's really like this almost hippie esque. Uh, yeah, very funky. Doing his rap thing a little bit on there. Yeah. Anthony Kiedis. Funky Monk's been on the run. One on up, one on Um, I want to see what the score I gave this one. No, what was I doing? Okay, Red Hot Chili Peppers. But uh, the guitar work, work, everything. Yeah. He was on Rogan and he was talking about sort of the history of the guys of the band and like their like yeah. parents were all musicians and stuff. And like, they oh, were, really? What, yeah. Like, so his like, dad yeah. was a jazz da- bass player. That's why he plays bass. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Pretty cool. Pretty cool backstory. It's a lot. Of um, yeah. So, like, this album. Um, I gave four point two five though, and and that's a lot of that's attributed to it having a lot of songs. So, but then when I did the one v ones with it, comparing it to other stuff, because I did a hundred for all of these to get their combined score, and it got it, it won eighty one out of the hundred matchups I did. So like, pretty good. It did really well. It's a really good album. That's why I was like, these. They are really good albums. If I did a top 25, they would be in the top 25. So. Oh, on this list, yeah. Of the mm-hmm. Yeah. I dig it. I think, and it's like one of those instances, if you trimmed three or four, like a couple, trimmed a little of the fat off of the albums. Like, so like this one, Return of the Dream Canteen, the last one, two, three, the last three or four songs are really just kind of like, okay, this is cool. And it's like, could have just been bonus tracks, like La 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 La, for instance. <laughs> That's literally the name of the song. What was it? This one could have been Ya Ya Ya. Ya Ya Ya. I believe in love. He likes to do a drug. <laughs> you don't say it. Don't say. All right. So yeah, shout out to the Red Hot Chili Peppers doing their thing. Two solid albums. That's the thing is they put out albums and they're both really good albums. So I have to mention them in the scope of the year. All right, let's get into number twenty. Album number twenty was Foles with Life Is Yours. Foles um, is, yeah, they're a good band. They're so instrumentally really good. It's got kind of that kind of it's kind of 
works good coming off of chili peppers, actually. Yeah, right. Not really funk driven, but kind of that. I don't know. How do you call it? It's kind of trippy a little bit. What are they? So this song is 2 a.m. Not to be confused. What? Coming right after Chili Peppers, you're like, wait, is this Chili? No, it's not them. Sounds like it could be a Chili's Pepper song. Yeah, you got it. You just need that funky bass. Yeah. Just need that funk bass. So this one got a 4.5 initial score. And then throughout the 1v1 and stuff, I finished with 3.46. I had to go into decimal spaces, too, with them, because the more you do it, it kind of, like, spaces it out. But 3.4625. So it only lost about – it lost about one star, you know, as you did that 1v1 stuff. And that's being – like, some really great albums, too, though. Um, I mean – we shall see. And and all of these albums have been compared to one another. So like the, every album from 2022 was compared to an, every other album in this year, of course. So and that's kind of where they popped out. That's how it works. That's how it works. Foles. This one has like, there's almost kind of a um, Asian, you know, kind of like Chinese, like, I don't know, kind of cultural sound to the guitar. Almost like a sitar. Like it almost has a sitar sound, yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's just, I think, I don't think it's a sitar though. I think it's just like high notes. But it's the style of play even used too though. He's like, boom, boom, boom. Sliding on the bridge and stuff. So they're rock alternative, dance, and math. Art rock makes sense. Math. But this band, let's see. I like this album. Uh, they're, they did a two-part album back in 2019 that was good. It was just so much. It was kind of that their last album, because it was that two-parter, it was so big kind of had the same effect of what I'm talking about with the red hot chili peppers, where it's like, it's good. It's really good, but there's just so much. And it's like how much of all of that is actually, it's like, it would have been better up a little bit and just made it more of a tight knit thing. And it, yeah, not to say it's not good, but it's just like, it's a little much too much of a good thing. Oh, the 2019 is what you're talking about. Yeah, they had a part one, part two album, but their their 2015 album, What Went Down, was actually one that was in my top 20 that year, I know. That's that a good one. That was a good one. All right. So moving on to number 19, we have Imagine Dragons with their album Mercury's, and they did another act one and two, but this was Mercury act two, so they split it up. And I want to say... Act one, I think, came out last year. Let me see. So they the, the bands with these two parters, right? Yeah. At least Red Hot Chili Peppers, I guess, didn't call it unlimited love, unlimited love part one and part two, I guess. They're pretty different um, though. I think 
that are more themed. Yeah. Pepper stuff. So, so what's weird is they almost released this. So Act One came out in twenty one, and then they released it as Act One and Two back this this last July. But it was a whole nother. So it was like a part two. You know, it's like okay, it's a whole nother. 18 tracks of new stuff so you did a 14 track album last year and then an 18 track one this year so these guys just know what they know their style and they know what they do it well they don't yeah that's the good thing with them i guess i know some people don't like them I've heard people be like, oh, they're like Coldplay, but it's like, yeah, but Coldplay is still good too. They're just everyone like old Coldplay, whereas new Coldplay is a little more mellow. Yeah, way mellower than they used to be. Yeah, for sure. But you can tell it's an Imagine Dragons song. Yeah, Coldplay's gone all yellow. They went all yellow. Yeah, right? (laughs) Basically. The first album on the disc one of this from the League of Legends television show, Enemy, that yeah. one was a huge hit. Yeah, 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 exactly. These guys put out, and that's the thing is people will be like, oh, they're too commercial. And it's like, well, like, it's yeah. they have the type of songs like, yeah, this would be great for some kind of advertisement of something, of course. And I'm sure some right. of it is used in that stuff. A little electronic, a little pop, a little rocky. Yeah. No bad words most of the time, I think. Yeah. Like, they're nothing explicit on this you know? whole no. thing. <laughs> they are not real. All right. Oh, speaking of bad words, I think the next song has a bad word in it because it's got the explicit on it. It does. So we got Going Crazy from the Goo Goo Dolls, which was album number, where are we at, 18? Number 18. It's another 4.5 stars on initial score. That one dropped down to 3.475, so just above where Imagine Dragons landed. This was a good Goo Goo Dolls album. Do you listen to it? I'm sure. In Bloom. Yeah, I think I gave it a one-star when we did it originally. It's it's pretty good. It's got, let's see, I got four songs that I, like, liked or whatever. It's like, yeah. But they're all songs I would throw on, like, greatest hits albums like this is one this is a this is a good goo track and it's not just like a retread of you know like what they've done in the past it's got the stylings of course and they know what you know they do their thing they know who they are they're like 60 years old now or something and (laughs) (laughs) right don't we talk about this like when we did let's see how old are they i didn't i didn't realize they were that old uh well these guys have actually been around since like the 80s they got big in the 90s let's see from buffalo john the lead singer how old is he 60 50 57 almost 60 so he's 57 yeah yeah i thought they were from the 90s but no they're from the mid 80s well that's yeah that's when they were that's when all their big stuff is their first two albums came 87 89 but they didn't get big until their like mid nineties though is when they got big. Yeah. Shocker. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard of them or not. 
The goo. The GGDs. Just cashing in on that. No, I wouldn't say they're cashing in. They're not cashing in on those albums. They're just doing their thing. So their last album was 2019's Miracle Pill. Let's see. And then Boxes before that. I feel like their last really good album was 2013's Magnetic. But this one's up there. This is a really good one. Uh, this one has this. This one I can see like listening to, reaching for to listen to again. So I don't know if I'd put it up there with like some of their best, like Dizzy Up the Girl or Gutterflower, but it's really good. It's it's in that mix though. I think they, I think they recaptured some of the energy and stylings that made those albums what they are so while not just simply doing the same thing again yeah it's not um it also doesn't sound like dated or anything no it sounds like a new album and they're not trying to be hip and modern either no yeah just doing their thing because all the hip and modern people are going 80s with it it's a fucked up world and there's whoa oh oh going crazy. This is a this is a great song. Bam, 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 bam. It's almost a four minute song too. We're getting after it. All right. So next up. Number 17 was Unwritten Law's album, new album, The Hum, which was their first album in like 10 years. So we I got some. Ended up listening to that. Dang it. Oh, you got to listen to it. The Hum. Unwritten Law, dude. Um, this was their first album. Their last one was like 2011. So it's been. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So their, their previous album came out in 2011. So 11 years. I was. That that was the thing. I remember going into this, I was like, okay, we'll see how this sets up. And I'm like, this was this album ended up being like this. This was like one of the albums of my summer this year. It's I was like, oh, this is good. Um, so this is magnetic. This was one of the singles. That riffage on there is so good. Yeah, still kind of punky. It's got that punkiness to it. Oh yeah, yeah. And this one, they did that. They had the cover of Little Lies that he did with his daughter. We we covered that song in one of our podcasts. It's a really cool one. Now we're in the stereo. Uh-oh. Come here and go. This is just some, like, fun, good vibing pop punk, really. Let's see how old these guys are too now. You know, and some of these albums, there's a few albums on my list. I I, like looking around like internet and stuff at other like like YouTubers that do album reviews. Some of them, I don't even think they reviewed a few of these. Like this one, I don't think many. Unfortunately, like with this, you know, like Unwritten Law, their big heyday was obviously in the early to mid 2000s. And then 
a lot of people are probably like, I didn't even know they're still around, you know? Right. But this is good. Like, it's, you know, the good album. Um, there is another, there's a newer band. It's further up on the list. Uh, another pop punk type band, new band. I actually reviewed, we'll get to it. Um, band called No Pressure. They're higher up on my list. And that's one of those came out of nowhere. I checked it out probably in like November, October, November when I, I, I don't know if that's when it, that might've been when it released. So good. Oh my God. You want a good pop punk album? We'll get to that later. I don't think you, I don't even know if you've heard of them or heard it. I don't know if I sent no. it to you. No pressure. Yeah. No pressure. <clears throat> LP even. No pressure. Yeah. What's cool about this though, this, this album, the you know, like I said, back to how long it was between albums for them 10 years or 11 years it feels like they didn't miss a beat like it, it they just came right back and like yo we still they didn't come back and sound completely different or or like they were trying too hard to sound like the same band even though they weren't like it's like everything sounds so natural with this band it's like wow these guys still rock it's awesome they came back at per- the perfect time too. The the whole pop punk, yeah, revival. kind of pushed, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I remember at some point, like I remember hearing them, was like following them on social media. I remember a couple years back they'd been talking about new music, and they'd been working on new music, but they were between labels and this and that, and then and then they just kind of went silent for a while, and then they're just shows and not really talking about it, and it was like, oh. And then all of a sudden this came out and it's like, oh, it's so good. I'm glad it's good. All right. Now we're really slowing it down a little bit. We got some um, indie rock with Interpol. <laughs> uh, way down. It's way down. Oh, yeah. I remember these guys when we did them. When yeah. Did the other side of Make Believe. This one was another 4.5 stars. That just edged out. So, so the hum was a three point four eight, and this one was three point four nine. So it just barely edged out. You know, these are all really close to each other. So that's what I kind of like with that score. Is it's like okay, this is where this is, and then over time you can see if they, you know, they shift and change or whatever. But but it's deserving, like. Personally, like I'm gonna listen to the two albums that are above this more than I would this. This is more like I don't know. This is a kind of niche type of thing. They're good. Are they not usually this super duper mellow? They usually kind of are. Um, their big one was back in the day was obstacle one i think we covered that when we did one of these songs off this album before it came out yeah that makes sense. um that was like a 2000 oh 2002 turn the turn the bright turn on the bright lights that's their like big release album wise that was really popular um very atmospheric yeah 
I'll give him that. This album, yeah, that's the thing. It's it's and that's what this album is. You it it'll pull you in. How long of an album is it? It's like a forty-five minute album. But you want to shut away from the world, throw this on. Really good instrumentals, good guitar work, atmospheric, different. This is one of those like where someone would be like, dude, there's so much better. They're better instrument. Like they're better artists than unwritten law. Okay. <laughs> That's that, <laughs> that, that would be the, that would be the pool. <laughs> that would be the Interpol. Yeah. From England or something like that. Right. Are these guys English. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. English. Interpol. Oh no, they're from Man. They're from Manhattan, from New York. Are they really? They look yeah. very British. I just assume maybe they are. I don't know. Originally, Paul Banks. Interpol. Born, yeah. the The lead singer is from England. The lead singer is from England, so, but they're originated from New York. So they're New Yorkers, but they're English. Hey, I'm walking here. <laughs> Oi, I'm walking here. <laughs> hey, bloody hell. Why don't you guys make a punk album? It's not a style. I'm going to sip some tea and chill. <laughs> no anarchy in the UK? Come on. Not for these guys. No siree. All right. You definitely got to be in the mood. I'd have to say. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of these songs are long ones. Oh, there are a few. No short punk songs. A couple short punk songs. No pressure will bring. Got a two-minute one. Oh yeah. No pressure. No pressure. When we get there, when we get there, yeah, that's a two minute or that album's like twenty minutes long or thirty minutes long. <laughs> it's okay. great, yeah, yeah. It's like it's bam. It's yeah. It's that's why it's so good. All right, Here now we, we go. got some Avril Lavigne, the queen of pop punk, making a big, big statement that love sucks this year. <laughs> I forgot this came out, but this would be in my top five, I think. This is good. Yeah, it's a good album. Yeah, yeah. A lot of good things. Yeah, Travis Barker on the uh, drums on this album, too, I believe. Yeah. He didn't tour, but I think he did the album. Yeah. Yeah. He recorded drums with her. She's on his label now or whatever. Oh, yeah. They did the the big Halloween party or something. Hey, you. Hey, y'all. Should have known better than with someone like me, she didn't kick someone's ass. So her last album for this was Head Above Water, which was really mellow, and then this one just straight back to the pop punk, and it's good. So good. So this one got initial score was 4.5. Oh, after the 1v1, it was 3.4975. Get all those digits. So you know you gotta do it when you're when you're comparing all these like that. When I do that, it's like 
Okay, what has the best score? Oh, yeah, you got to go three, four digits. Because they're all kind of close. I still think this is probably the best song that has less than 30 words in it total. <laughs> Not real. Twinkle star. I don't know. I might have something to say about that. Something like that. Close. It's a close second. I like how it yeah, it gets melodic and then it goes fast. Even with the, the singing, the cadence or whatever. Yeah, so let's see Cannonball. She had Machine Gun Kelly on there. Let's see what other time. Yeah, Black Bear. Oh, yeah, she did a song with Mark Hoppus, which was cool. All I Wanted was a really good one. Boom, boom. Little breakdown there. Very cool. Yeah. This was the single. She she pulled off. This was one of the singles. Yeah. I don't know if this was the first one, was it? Oh, yeah. Boy Fly. That was another single. Yeah. She pulled off using wifey in the song without making it sound cringe. Yeah. You're going to put that with your wifey. And it's like, that could have been like, oh, what? But she did it <laughs> so well in her song. It's like, she pulled that off. She's, she's badass. Only Avril could do that. So next up, we got the Smashing Pumpkins with Autumn Act One. Of three, <laughs> let's let's let's. Uh, they have two more acts of this coming out. This is a three-part album. This is part one. <laughs> this came out in November. Okay, so they're just getting started, dude. Yeah, they're doing one. It was one like every four months or something. So there's, I think, one coming out in February, and then one coming out in like July or August or something. Okay. Okay. Dude. The Smashing Pumpkins have been laying some lumber with their albums in the last few years, I think. <laughs> Obviously, they're like, you know, Siamese Dream, Kali from the 90s. Like, those are their, like, their gold star albums. So this album, actually, so what's interesting, I was looking into it, um, is actually, so so going back to... Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness, which is a double album from 1995. That's the one that had. Um, it's a big oh, gosh. Uh, oh, I can't I think of the names. I'm looking at it. Uh, Bullet with Butterfly Wings, 1979, Tonight, Tonight, like all their, like some of the biggest hits. Um, there's actually a con- continuity of that with. So they made an album in 2000 called Machina, the Machines of God, which is supposed to be a sequel to that. It's yeah, it's a sequel. It's interesting that they've done this. So and then this album, though, I was looking into it. Autumn, a rock. It's called Autumn, a rock opera in three acts. So this is act one. Um, Let's see. Act one came out in November. Act two comes out actually at the end of this month, January 31st. And then Act 3 comes out April 21st. Um, and this is the album. Let's see. Do, 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 do. Um, this, plans to re- this is a sequel concept album to Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness and Machina. 
So this is the third. So this is a three-part album. <laughs> that is part of technically the third album in this over like thirty-year, almost thirty-year legacy thing, <laughs> like project. So trilogy, trilogy yeah. So okay. yeah. There's some like um, interesting uh, electronic elements in this song, but this album was pretty cool. Um, let's see. I want to look at the album itself. Um, Butterfly Suit, The Good and Goodbye was a good one. Steps in Time was another really good one too. And this was Beyond. It's a good album. Rock. Yeah. It's a 40 minute album, 11 songs. When you get the other two parts, it'll be like two hours or something. Yeah, right. right. So, moving on, Stayed in the Rock. Number 13 was Ozzy Osbourne with Patient Number Nine. And you have, I, I keep wondering, is it when every album he releases, I'm like, is this the last one? The last one. <laughs> I thought is I thought the last the previous one that came out this is that song with Zach Wild, yeah. Nothing feels right. Such a good song. He had a handful of songs with Zach Wild on this one, but yeah, Zach Wild was on a handful of these. This is one of the bigger ones. I think he had who else was on there? He did one with Eric Clapton. Jeff Beck was on one. Yeah, I think Zach Wild was on most of these songs. Four of them. <laughs> Yeah. It's got Tony Iommi on too. He was the Black Sabbath guitarist. Mm. Nothing feels right. Dun, 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 dun. Then feels right. What was the single off this? The self titled? Um, when did know. he do the thing with Post Malone? Was that also last year? So that was that was was that this album or was that Ordinary Man? So Ordinary oh, Man came out twenty twenty. That was the one with Post Malone, and I remember thinking, yeah, it was two years ago. Jeez, okay. And I thought, I remember thinking that was like. Because that album, one. that album seemed like it could have been his last album. So then it was like, oh no, because that later. one album was that whole album was just dealing with like death and mortality and shit. And he kind of does that on this one too. But, well, especially since the, the one before that was what oh seven. Mm-hmm. So he went thirteen years, came out with Ordinary Man. And you're like, oh, maybe this is like his big. Re- you know, finale. I think he had one in 2010. He had one in 10. Scream? Huh. It said expanded edition. I don't know if oh, was like maybe that was like oh, oh, 10 years. I mean. Yeah, it's still a while. Yeah. And Ozzy is how old? Oh, dude. 74? As old as Jesus. Yeah. He's as old as Jesus. <laughs> Give or take. Yeah. So this one, like I said, 4.5 stars on it. 
get any five star albums this year, actually. I didn't. Dang. My highest like initial score on an album was four point seven. Nothing. There was nothing that was just like across the board. Like I was like, holy shit. Like these are all good albums. But yeah. I don't know if I was just a little more picky this year or what. No. <laughs> but these are all great albums. Like I think a lot of really good albums came out this year from from people, yeah. bands, artists that haven't been on their best yeah. behaviors that yeah. kind of really stepped it up. I think there's yeah, a lot for of sure. Because <laughs> even on this list, I can probably pick three or four of those that I think sort of brought it back yeah. around. You're like, okay, this yeah. is good by them. It's been a while, but this is good. Rockstead, did you listen to Ozzy's album? Did you <laughs> listen to Smashing Pumpkins? Did you listen to these next couple that we're going to get to? All right. Let's get a guitar. Woo. Woo. Zachy Dub. Whale. Z Dubs. Boom, 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 boom. You shredded it up. He's not done yet, boys and girls. He's got a whole minute left. Oh, we're just listening to that shredding. Beautiful. It's just so cool how good Ozzy still sounds, too. Like, he sounds great on this album. Sounds great. He should just randomly start rambling and yell at Sharon or something. Sharon! Throwback. Break it down. You have like a breakdown and then he just starts babbling and talking. I need a, I need a scotch. <laughs> Imagine that. That was 20 years. Like he was only in his 50s then. Yeah. Put that in perspective, dude. Yeah. He wasn't even that old back then. He was still. No. Old. <laughs> it was just all the, all the D roads. Drugs are bad. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Before I take the long. Break. Whoa! All right, I think I'm gonna pause it here, and we're gonna do a second segment. We'll take a little break here, and then we'll do these uh these uh top ten. Top, top ten, nice. That would be the top ten, right? Yeah. So we'll take a little break here. All right, part two. You guys ready for your vegetables? You got to make sure you eat your vegetables because at number 10, we got corn with Requiem. So these next two albums, I want to mention this. These next two albums both had the same initial score. So this had a 4.5 stars. Great album. Awesome album. But even after doing 100 1v1 matchups, both had the same exact adjusted score. Damn. How many digits? <laughs> That's rare. Yeah. 3.52. So they both dropped about one star after the, you know. Not bad. Not bad. Spotify had so a playing that. 
if I look at is it is yours play is it playing? Are we good? Mine did not play. Do we need to uh, back it up? To are the you not? On the top? I don't Do you know want me to restart? Is oh, wait, it, there we what, go. Is it yeah, playing it, now? There we go. Yep. Okay. Good. Okay. And we're back. Disconnect. That's why. <laughs> oh, we, yeah, okay. we did. Started again a little bit. Boom. Ray Luzier <laughs> on the drums. Dude, sick. Uh, the corn. Yeah. The last album in 2019 was really good, and this one they stayed consistent with. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Very corn. Very like early 2000s. Yeah, like corn. so. Even the like almost eerie sounding guitar that mm-hmm. on this yeah. song. That's something I like. That harkens back to their early, like, like freak on a leash type, like stuff off of follow the issues. leader or issues. Yeah, the yeah, real creepy shit. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's like a yeah, but they have still like their later thousands where they have the like did it did it did did did. Yeah, this kind of blended all that really well. A little bit of everything. The only thing that's missing. The slappy bass, yeah. Not much of that. There's it's kind of there in here. You can hear it in here. The background. Yeah, and that, that might be just like the way it's. Um, that's a production thing. <laughs> could be, know. could it, be. It be, but then immediately after this, Fieldy like left the band and had a bunch yeah. of issues. So maybe yeah. he wasn't really big part of the recording. Yeah. Process. I think this album nominated for like a metal album at like the something or other. Let me see. Uh, top metal 2022. Let's see if they. There are some of these albums. Uh, I want to say like Grammys or something. Like it got. Did it get for like metal album? Let's check Loudwire. What did Loudwire say mm-hmm. here? Everyone gave it pretty solid reviews, it looks like. Yeah. Oh, Loudwire didn't do an actual rating. They just they did it in yeah. order of release. <laughs> this this one. Let's see. Uh, punchy and hooky. It is punchy and hooky. Uh, let's see. Metal Injection. Do they have a, an actual scoring? I bet people are just not wanting to score things anymore. All these, all these. Um, I mean, like, I if you look at like Wikipedia, it just gives you the main ones, like from Kerrang Magazine and NME and Wall of Sound, blah blah blah. Metacritic or whatever. 77 and 100. This was a short 30-minute album, too. Mm-hmm. It's a good... You could loop it real yeah. quick. Yeah. So, this next album that got the same score, interestingly enough, is Slipknot. The end so far. Yeah, so, I was going back and forth of 
which one of these goes in front of the other. They have the same score. And if slipping off the edge, just very slightly, I don't know. I, I think I looked at like, which, yeah, I was like, which one had more tracks that I like would consider memorable? And I think that one just slightly. I think they both were like about the same in regards to that. This is a longer album. We were talking yeah, about how that one was like, this one's an hour. This one, the in the the we're listening to warranty. The interesting thing with this, the intro to this album is just like, wait, what? Because it's Adderall is like a acoustic, like it's a soft, and you just keep waiting for it to just lash out and get crazy like Slipknot usually does, and it doesn't. <laughs> so it's like, and it's like a six minute song. <laughs> You're like sitting there, like, yeah. what's going on? And then when the next track kicks and you're like, holy shit. There <laughs> like, they are. There they are. So like, the, like what they did there, it's like, that's pretty genius actually. <laughs> Cause that whole time you're just sitting there in suspense. Like when's this going to just go crazy? And it doesn't. They've had <laughs> a couple ballads like that. Yeah. They started stuff. <laughs> uh, All hope is gone. Uh, volume yeah. three, the subliminal verses that started sort of their ballad days of like, oh, yeah, man, they could do slow songs. Vermilion, and Vermilion then there was Stone Sour. Oh, I mean, there is that. He has that. It, it, speaking of Corey Taylor's solo album, I think that might have been a couple years back, but yeah, that one was real weird. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. That was, yeah, almost, yeah, for sure, comic rock or yeah. Blue yeah, yeah. It yeah. had all kinds of CMFT, right? Yeah, <laughs> Corey, Mother- Corey Motherfucker Taylor. Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that CMFT. Yeah, I do remember that. Here it is. And Slipknot again is coming off of a really good album of "We Are Not Your Kind." That one was yeah. pretty big. Yeah. That one brought him back. So speaking of Corey Taylor, CMFT, he had a song, yeah, with Tech Nine on it. CMFT must be stopped. <laughs> yeah. Tech Nine and Kid Boogie was cool. <laughs> like, that's cool. I think he was on one of Tech Nine's previous albums, too, because Tech Nine's a huge yeah. metal. He is, yeah. That's a cool thing. Like, it's like, what? <laughs> do, 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 do. Still Slipknot. I'm going to have to give this one another spin also. Yeah. An hour. I'm going to play this album and and then I'm going to play the next album back to back. Oh, I like the uh, little march there. A little marching sound. The percussions. Yeah. Pinocchio guy with his long nose and shit. That guy, he <laughs> left. He, oh, he yeah, that guy quit. He rage quit. <laughs> he did. It sued him. Anyways. Right, so on to top 10. Number right, 10. Tay-tay. Taylor Swizzle with Midnight. Obviously. That's not I your number one? No. I did good. not like this when it came out, but I it guess grows. it. 
Icaro. Yeah. We didn't do vigilante shit this time. No. <laughs> vigilante <laughs> shit. Vigilante uh, I put anti-hero on there. Yes, anti-hero. I've heard this a million times at this point since it came <laughs> out in October. Daily. I hear this daily. Midnight. Not on so so yeah so Slipknot's was 3.52 after the 1v1 this was 3.56 so it just made quite a jump this this was this held up better quite a bit in those terms I could see it T-Swift like a sexy baby yeah. Always try and figure out what this is supposed to be talking about, but can't really do it. I don't think we're supposed to know. Oh. I know that specifically Taylor Swift's fans have a huge thing on like what the meaning of all her songs and videos are. Yeah. Like people break them down. What I don't know if it's doing? on purpose. See. Yeah, she uses a lot of like metaphor and shit. Well, this people find metaphors. Yeah. Always rooting for the anti-hero. So out of a hundred like matchups, it was 75 and 25. So it only lost. It only, you know, and, and some of those are some of those, just so you know, are like Nirvana, Nirvana's Nevermind, Utero, and John Mayer's Continuum, or like oh, so you're that. putting them against actual so heavy hitters. Then this is just uh, yeah, it's just I throw them in the mix and I like I think I have I done uh, no I don't know if yeah but it's just uh, the way I have this um, chart and everything I had so like the very top ones those are like some of the biggest ones so there's like. Yeah, Continuum by John Mayer. There's Verses by Pearl Jam. There's Deftones White Pony. There's like nothing's the touching of some of those. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's like you're losing, you're losing that. But here we go. Here's some stuff you can. Yeah. That's but it. then a few down, it's like, hey, here's, um, I don't know. What's, let me see one. Here's um some random collective soul album. Yeah, you destroy that. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> oh, yeah, they're not winning much there. All right, so next up, this was another really close one. And T Swift fans would hate me if they're listening to this, but Florence and the Machine at number nine with Dance Fever. Florence and I don't always listen to it. Plus the machine. Yeah, Florence plus the machine. I don't listen to her all the time. I don't, I don't, I probably listen to T Swift more than I listen to this band, but, but Florence has got an amazing voice and this band knows what they're doing and they do no wrong. It's like folky. That's the thing is that's, so it's like almost Celtic and folky. So like, I don't listen to that all the time. 
Yeah, if everyone you're knows into this thing. Dog, yeah, yeah, it's it's kind of niche. Mm-hmm. But I'm trying to objectively look at this and be like, listen to this. Like, this is good. It's good. Dance fever. And this is definitely a rainy day schedule sort of a vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Snowy day schedule. Um, and I even um I like wanted to like look at myself. I was like putting this up high. I was like, what what was the consensus on this album? And it was actually very positive, just like so like okay. <clears throat> Doesn't sell the numbers that T Swift will, but you know, for sure. See, that's the thing is that comes into more of a that. See, that's where like the Billboard thing comes into play because it's like, how many units did this push, and how much did it? How many streams did it get? Sure. So, like I mentioned, there's there's an artist, there's an album up further that definitely doesn't have the streams or the notoriety of either of these two, but I think it was a better album. I dare say none of them do. <laughs> yeah. None of them have. Yeah. I mean, stream wise, you're not beating Taylor Swift. Florence no, and Machine, though, has 12 million monthlies. That's not yeah. bad. That's a good amount. Yeah, that's that's more than most. In this album, when I, like, when I was compiling this list, and I was like, oh shit, I'm putting that in front of T Swift. I was like, I got to look at, like, I had to come on here and look at the of this album just like am i like am i like going up and above and beyond on this or what's going on and like <laughs> and it's dance fever this is on this is the critical reception on like wiki it says dance fever received widespread acclaim and music critics um the album received an average of 84 on metacritic or whatever is that on metacritic uh, uni- w- reviews including universal acclaim becoming the band's highest scored album on the website to date. So like this thing did actually get, you know, massive praise. So I'm like, okay, I guess I, that's fair enough. That's a good parameter. Like, am I, am I like, or am I hearing something they're not? Or like, I'm like, okay. It just isn't on everyone's radar, probably. <clears throat> They're pretty big, but not T-Swift big, so. Kind of a big deal. Get it, Florence, and your machine. All right, so here we go. This is this is a quick punk song from this punk band called No Pressure. We've been waiting. Fuck yeah. Initial score on this, and we're jumping from 4.5 7.5s. This album, yeah, so this is number eight. This is a, this is a, how long is this album? I'm looking at it. It's 10 songs, 22 minutes. 22 minutes. Very nice. Dude, dude, there's like <laughs> one, there's like two songs over three minutes. This album kicks ass though. Oh man, so good. Front to back. This so this reminds me of like this sounds like what did I I, I want to pull up my review of it what did I say um, oh god what did I say 
like a mix between like um mxp oh god phoenix tx do you remember them no phoenix tx I might, oh, throw their, you know, I might throw a song of theirs on just for context. Oh, Phoenix with an F, okay. Phoenix with an F. I'll, I'll put a song on here from them. Maybe. This is letting Fine, me start. <laughs> oh, it's being, it's being Spotify lame. Spotify being Spotify. Um, but it reminds me of a lot of kind of pop punk skate punk that you would hear in the early 2000s with yeah um even bands like sugar cult or earlier i don't know i can't think of any you know let's see what spotify even, thinks they sound like yeah. koyo anxious i've not heard of any of these regulate belmont knuckle puck yeah belmont i've heard of i don't listen to them much but i know of them so yeah, that album is great. Um, so like, th- that's an interesting one. Like, so back to earlier, the Unwritten Law album. It, this band totally won up. I was like, yeah. holy shit, this is good. You know, <laughs> like, whoa. All right. Switching gears, slowing it down again. We got Death Cab for Cutie. Asphalt Metal. Med- Meadows. Metal. They they did their thing again. Mm-hmm. Sounds like Death Cab right off the bat. Oh oh oh! I'm like okay. There we go. I was like it's like okay. pausing for a second. <clears throat> Death Cab. How long have they been around? Shoot, a long time. Yeah, they're getting up there too. 97. Okay, not that bad. Yeah. Not that old. See, this this is what's cool is this this song. Yeah, I think this is the first. Yeah, yeah. Like that. They, um, this whole album, they find a good balance between that. It's never, it's not like. You know, they can be really soft and slow and kind of like, for okay, sure. cool. sounds That's good. That's what you come for. Yeah, but they did a good blend in this album. So, like, even this song alone, I think this is the opening track. I don't know if my internet's starting to be choppy or if it's Spotify being choppy. Uh, Spotify is good on my side, but I can still hear you. Good. <laughs> All systems go. But yeah, it's like yeah, this you come for the- Death Cab, and then you stay for like, whoa, what was that? Yeah. You know? When it just like oh, okay. kind of rocks out it. a little bit. Dude, it's all Super fuzzy. Yeah. This is the first track on the album. So it's a great opener. And the rest of the album kind of builds on this. That's what was so cool with it is, you know... You start it out and you're like, the song starts out, it's real mellow, and you're like, okay, Death Cab, okay. Oh, we're going to do a soft thing. And then it starts rocking out a little bit, and you're like, oh, cool. Got some energy, good atmosphere. Yeah. They nailed this one. hard on this one, too. I'm going to give this one a loop. Yep. 
Meadows of Asphalt. So that was number seven. 4.75 stars. 3.75. Man, mine is like pausing on me and being my my internet. I don't, well, this is being fine. The recording's being fine, but Spotify is being a hug. I'm at three minutes. So am I, but. Okay. I think it's like waking up. I think it's my computer. I don't know. Maybe it's just being technical issues. Technical glitch. Well, it's because I have my blog open over here trying to look at this. Doing too much. Maybe I should maybe I should close out Pornhub and stuff like that. Oh no, don't do that. <laughs> Just, You're kidding. History. Just kidding. Just kidding, kids. <laughs> Let's see. I just go Okay, okay now we got, here we go. Yeah, Maggie Rogers. Now we're so, funky. Oh, dude, she's got a voice. Um, her album a few years ago was really good, and this was she had a really big breakthrough album. I want to say before this one, and this was just like, yeah, nineteen. And this was like, oh my god, this is good. And I even looked, and this one was actually on a handful of people's top lists, too. I could see this. I could see this being sort of a poppy pop song, too. Sort of a yeah, yeah. playlist. Yeah, yeah. Pop rock. She's 3. got a good million, voice. Uh, it's kind of like a... Does she do, like, the electronics and stuff? You know? I don't know. She got a band behind her. Megan Rogers. She works with uh, Phineas. I'm just kidding. Oh, I'm like, what? Really? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, you didn't hear about that beef with, oh, now Billy's all mad? No. <laughs> <laughs> Cheating. Her and, her and Billy got a beef. Billy's ready to come 2023 20, storming out the gates. No. <laughs> she gonna start talking mildly now instead of quietly. Yeah. 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 I'm gonna talk loudly. Not gonna be, you're not gonna be whispering. She's gonna be like <laughs> Let's see, does her wiki have uh Maggie? Instruments, vocals, banjo, guitar, piano, harp. Banjo? Does it say she plays it all? Yeah, that's what it says. Shit. Okay. See, she's something else. Oh. She began playing the harp at seven. Damn. 
And she's pretty young, isn't she? Does it say? 28, yeah. Yeah, so she's not. And this was her second album, I think, right? Uh, looks like it might be her third. Oh, third. Let me see. Surrender. Notes from the archive. Uh, I think it's yeah. just, that's just a compilation. Probably her second yeah. actual studio album, yeah. Yeah. She had one a few years ago that was really good, and this one kind of like, that was really good, and then she just like, upped it with this one. I was like, oh, wow. All right. This of, oh, my God. So this Coheed and Cambria album. They're a band, like, I always, you know, I was like, oh, yeah, they're cool. Never really got into this album. Fuck. Vax's 2, A Window, blah, blah, blah. This I song. I remember we reviewed this album. You yeah. were all about it. Dude, no, this song right here is like, this is sounds like, this is like Michael. They like channeled some Michael Jackson energy on this. <laughs> sh- like what? I remember the first time hearing this. Like, oh, this is interesting. And I was like, oh shit, what? Because they went that what? '80s route too that a lot of artists. Yeah, were. yeah, yeah, for sure. But they're story so, writers too at the same time. Still, yeah. So their whole all their albums like kind of correlate. So this mm-hmm. is Act Two: A Window of the Waking Mind. A bad man oh and then this mama sh- oh your mouth like what like dude wait what <laughs> what <laughs> oh it's so good the drums so, the uh, guitar the atmosphere i'm looking Listen back. To that guitar there's no, there's no vaxis one <laughs> <laughs> so i think it's something you have too. to yeah, it says Vax's Act Two, right? Yeah, there's no Act One. <laughs> yeah, interesting. that's interesting. This band is weird, like that. <laughs> oh yeah, they've always been weird for sure. Dude. But maybe it's something you had to pay attention to throughout the story of all their. <laughs> And you're like, no. oh, they're mentioning this. Oh, this was mentioned in this song. If you go like back, on this album back ten years ago. <laughs> if you go back, they're all like that. Their big, huge album, "Good Apollo and Burning yeah. Star 4, Volume Yeah, one. yeah, yeah. But the one before that Dude. was Second Stage, or uh, yeah, the Second Stage, Silent Earth so number I, three. Yeah. They jump around. That's the thing. Is it's kind of like. You know how there's like Star Wars, Star Wars that released six, four or five, yeah, six. yeah. four, yeah, four, four, and then there's like the you can watch them this way though. You can watch episode four and then watch episode one and then five or like they jump around. So there's like this puzzle of a story throughout all their music. It's like, what is this? Is there someday they're gonna maybe maybe this is. You know, maybe like a in a oh, few that. years they're like, oh, here's Vaxxers by the by the way. <laughs> <laughs> It'll have to be fan fiction. Yeah, I, I love that in the song though when he's like, "You need a bad man." He's like, "Mama, watch your mouth." Come on, call him out. You're like, "What? Damn, dude! Jesus!" <laughs> no move. And then, uh so good. Yeah, it was a good album. 
interesting, wild. Next, other band, Pale Waves, who this was like their this. I haven't listened to this album much. Like as I, this is one of those like when I was compiling this, I was like I need to listen to that more. This this album is good. Pale Waves, Unwanted, number four. Uh, 4.75 on the stars. Adjusted was 3.705. Um, this, this is their second album, I'm going to say, right? Yeah, it looks like their second. Male fronted band. I mean, they beat out Avril on it. So, like, they, this reminds me of early Avril, kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see that. She sounds like her too. She's got though. a her style voice, yeah. But there's still women kicking, women kicking some ass on my list this year. We got Avril, no doubt, right? Shoot, the not there, but yeah. <laughs> we got Avril. We got Taylor Swift, Orange, Maggie Rogers, and this band. That's like six, dude. Girl power. Equality. Quality, dude. Hashtag equality. I put this, uh, see this? Like this band won't have near the listens as uh, as uh, Taylor Swift, oh, obviously. Yeah, no way. But I wonder if this is something like Taylor fans would be like, oh, I did that. Like I think I think like Anyone that likes like Paramore or something would love this, or obviously Avril Lavigne, you know. But uh, kind of make kind of this band kind of makes me think of a uh, like Tonight Alive a little bit, I guess, in a way. Yeah. Too. Yeah, old Tonight Alive. They're from Manchester. Yeah. They look super young. Yeah, I think oh, they are. In, That's the thing. They're in their twenties, late twenties. Twenty. Yeah. They've been around for eight years. Yeah, eight years. This is their second album, I think. Right, their second. It looks like it might be their third. Might be. Oh, okay. Since 2018. I won't apologize. Jealousy is my best friend. Yeah. I just I just killed my skateboarder. Um, I'm playing some session. I just, <laughs> I just ran him into a bench. He flew off of the bench, lost his board, and he face planted into a rail. So <laughs> I think he, I think he should be dead. That one hurt. But he's good. It's good. Ooh, we got some right. funky muse. Yeah. So this was a weird we, album. I do remember that. Was, this is, and I think people were a little mixed on this one, but I, I put it up pretty high. I, you know, what? I think there was some like, like music YouTuber I saw and they're like, this was a bad album. <laughs> like, <laughs> I thought it was badass. I don't think it's for everyone. So going back to Coheed, that song, that bad man, having that eighties kind of feel like Michael Jackson type shit. Yeah, same yep. with this, same with this. But not this whole album was the weird part. There were some no. very musy no. songs on there. For sure. It was a blend. This song was so interesting to me, though. 
there. And I love Halloween, obviously. So I was like, holy shit. They nailed the they nailed the vibe of this. Yeah, so for sure. For sure. Very Jack Skellington. Yeah. The organ and stuff. So and even if you point seven five. Oh yeah, what's our score here? Uh, three the adjusted was three point seven one seven. So like barely a notch above a what bit. Pale Waves was. Just barely a notch. You go back to the previous album yeah. before this, and it was still kind of funky and psychedelic and weird. I mean, they've kind of yeah. been on that kick. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, the... Yeah. Halloween. <laughs> I think this is the same one we reviewed last time, too. Yeah, we did this... So- I mean, this is... No, this is in August. Yeah, I, I mean, this wasn't one of the singles. This was like, there were singles on here, but this was the song that just like put this album like, I was like, whoa. What? You have my attention. You got my attention now. Halloween. It's almost like you have to listen to the album as a whole it's just a good to kind of get um, the idea of what how funky it gets. Yeah. Ending with the people, we are yeah, fucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the last one. Yeah, we are fucking fucked. Good old Muse. I mean, Muse is always going to be Muse, so. They're going to do that. And again, it's one of those albums. I probably won't listen to it all the time, but it's a good album. So next up, this one is a banger. Simple plan. Crochet to me all you want, people. This album is (laughs) the pop punk album of the year. Harder than it looks. Dirty thoughts intended everything. (laughs) It's Song was congratulations. This album is so good, front to back. Um, There is also there's a song on here. The final song on it was called Two, and it actually um, goes back to one of the earlier songs. Is oh god, what? Oh, perfect. It's kind of like a sequel to Perfect. That's right. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's got that same vibe to it. So this one was, good. yeah, this was a four point seven five, uh, dropped down to three point seven two five, and yeah, congratulations, Simple Plan. We're listening to congratulations. There it is. I did see these guys live this year, and uh, yeah. They were Number pretty good. Spot. They were awesome. Number two spot. Pop punk is alive and thriving. So they the six years ago was their the last one. It looks like. Uh, was it? Has it been that long? 
Maybe it has. I think it has. Yeah, it has been that long, huh? That was, uh, what was the name of that one? Uh, Taking one for the team. Oh, yeah, yeah. Taking one for the team. The guy's popping the cork bottle like, you you know. Yeah. Yeah. They they, uh, took inspiration from Blink-182 back in the day, and they, like, you know, they went with the whole, like, let's make all our albums – Titles, innuendos. so this one's you know, <laughs> I love it. Harder than it looks. Oh yeah, get your. Oh, heart don't on. worry, girl. Like we're getting old, but it's harder than it looks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Oh man. What's your favorite album? Uh, take off your pants and jacket, and then I follow it up by Harder Than It Looks. <laughs> <laughs> Still not getting We get any. crazy. We get crazy. We get Enema of the State, you know, and then, uh, yeah. Good old pop punk albums. Oh, yeah. It's really sticking it to the man, you know? Yeah. Congratulations. All right. Congrats. Number two, simple plan. Good job. All right. Number, Number one, five one. finger death punch. Five finger death punch. Here we go, baby. <laughs> no. Um, another band from like the 90s, alternative grunge, uh, rock bush with the art of survival. This album, uh, when I listened to it, I was like, this is when I first heard it, I was like, this is really good. And then it's just like, as I went on, I was like, this is fucking good. They just released another single from this album too. Oh, um, did they? Yeah. I heard it a couple weeks back. Like on the uh, Maybe it's not new. Maybe it just sort of made or, the rotations on the, but it's, so this song we're listening to is Judas is a riot. This song's bad. <laughs> so, Bush. Rock hard. More Than Machines. Two. I think that was their first one, huh? Oh, oh, oh uh, More Than Machines. Yeah. Or Was that off the that old? No, that was, it, it was the single from this one. It was, okay. Yeah, it's on Spotify's top rock songs. Gotcha. As it, so this one, it, this isn't a single. This is, but... Oof. Yeah, Judas is a riot. Yeah, this is a dope song. Judas is a riot. I love the like this whole like wait, 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 let's go up on the dance floor. Do the Kool Aid. Yeah, he sounds like, kind of different. I'm gonna go ahead and say he, he sounds like him. I mean, so what he's always sound like uh, Gavin Ross. Gavin. Yeah. Gavin. The drums on I mean, that, little... oh man, love it. Yeah, he kind of does. Let's see, same lineup. What are we thinking? I think Did so. They make yeah. the uh, the whole twenty years. Same. Bush. Um, Be careful what you wish for. The guitarist. Ooh, drums. Oh Ooh, yeah, drums. They actually guitar. switched drums a couple of years ago, two albums ago, huh? The Kingdom, Before the Kingdom. The Kingdom was really good. So, 
I mean, if they've got a new drummer since then, it's pretty flawless, though. The last two, yeah. 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 They sound great. It's crazy. So this band, so 92 to, to 2002, they, and then they went on a 10-year hiatus. And then they came back in 2011. See a memory. Every album they've released has been really good. Um, they've gotten back together that I listen to the least is Black and White Rainbows. Um, that one's just a little more on the mellow side, I think. It's good, but The Kingdom two years ago in 2020 was really good. And this one's, dude, they're just, this band is just banging. <laughs> like, since they've, they, they've been on point, it's funny because, so they were, their initial run from 90, well, 92 to what, 2002, so 10 years. So they've been back longer than they were around for their initial run in the 90s. Jeez, no kidding. And, and they're just, and they're just, kicking ass <laughs> so it's that's cool that's true yeah 10 years versus 12 years yeah yeah so it's like they're albums yep this dude's this dude's 57 the lead singer Gavin um what's another song on that album yeah number one that uh uh more than machines was a good one too kiss me i'm dead it's good shark bite was good here i'm gonna just just to get a little bit more of this. Did I add that? That's not the one I wanted. That's not the song I added. <laughs> um, it's like the opening track was pretty popular too. Heavy is the ocean. Yeah, let, you know what? Let's listen to that little opening track real quick. Because the opening of this album was bad. It's heavy is the ocean. The ocean is heavy. Heavy is the ocean. Uh oh. A little bit. It's in 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 what's cool with this too, so the song's called Heavy is the Ocean. The riffage on this is really heavy and it's slow and heavy. Like even the the drums. Yeah, the drum. Oh man, like some of those tom fills. I was actually trying to learn. I was uh, trying to learn this on the drums, and it's it's kind of kind of hard because of the the tempo of it. Because it feels like it should go a little faster, but it's it's slow. Oh, yeah, and there's a little bit of like delays in there too. There's like some shuffles. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. some of the you have to the timing on it is funky. I was playing around. I was trying to I was trying to learn it on the drums uh, a couple days ago. Actually, I was playing to it. Like, so there's a shuffle beat in that bass, that bass yeah. line. That's crazy. This fuckery could be the Heavy is the... And then boom, 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 boom. Some of these, yeah, songs like this can oh, be kick. tricky. Yeah, the, the kick kind of does its own thing. Because there's, it's, yeah, there's like, the pacing of it is funky because it's, it's like slow. It's like, da-na-na-na. but then there's these little fills. And then there's kind of this, like, there's kind of a switch up in what you're doing too. Cause especially with this, 
pattern on the on the um on the hi hat there. So don't always have to go fast and hard. Sometimes slow and heavy is really good. <laughs> and that applies in other places of life than just music. <laughs> yeah. I think Tenacious D said it best. Yep. Tenacious D. Yep. Yep. Tenacious D. Yep. There's like some synthesizers kind of humming in the background too. It builds up. Then it just crashes. Heavy is the ocean. That's pretty cool. Once you once you key in on the that weird drum signature, it's hard to not. Yeah, hear. yeah. This is a long one. I wonder if they're going to have sort of a breakdown here. Right here, yeah. Yeah. Little bridge. The ones that you love the most. Yeah, again, like I said, this was one of those albums, like, the singles, I was like, oh, these are good. Yeah, this is solid singles. And then the album, you listen to it, I'm like, oh, this is good. And I was like, this is really good. Holy shit, this is awesome. <laughs> so, album of the year, baby, right there. That's it. Sorry, Corn. Sorry, Corn. Sorry, Slipknot. Tay-Tay. You guys killed it. Sorry, T-Swift, but... but <laughs> You know, Taylor, maybe you should have, maybe you should push it up. Oh. <laughs> um, Get yeah. a little more bush in your life, you know what I mean? Get a little more bush in your life. <laughs> I wonder, oh, speaking of like all that, reception. So, oh, yeah, yeah. So, so looking at like reception of this album. Um, someone from All Music described the art of survival as Bush's best effort since their hiatus, since coming back. Ah, okay. So, and, and I would agree with that. It's it's phenomenal. British. Oh yeah, and they're British too, right? Yeah, these guys are British. <laughs> oh, here we go. Karang Karang compared the riffs of More Than Machines to Corn. And louder sound oh, equated it to "Heavy as the Ocean," to Alice in Chains and Black Sabbath. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. There you go. Sick. Yeah, that is the album of the year, right there, though. Boom! We did it, That's boys it. and girls. We did it. Twenty twenty-two. Can in the books can just be in the past um new albums and stuff what was the new um yeah so now new stuff you know <laughs> i've been listening to the new anti-flag album new as of this year just came, just came out like yes a few days ago yeah it's good check it out okay. so if you need something new to listen to after we just talked about last year Check out Lies the new. Lies they tell your children. Lies they tell your children. Yeah, we we did um did listen to a song or two off of it on here, but 
We did the one with uh, Tim McElrath from Rise Against. Oh, There's some of the uh, singles, I got you. Yeah, but it's a good album. It's a it's a fast punk album, thirty three minutes. Fighter. So, yep. All right. So that's that's it. Well, right. now we can move on to start talking about new music later. All right. Twenty twenty three. The year of the goat. Oh, is it really? Michael Jordan, twenty-three. Oh, I got you. That's <laughs> or or nobody likes you when you're twenty-three too. So I like that one better. Yeah, nobody likes you when you're twenty-three. This year sucks. All right. Already. Until next, until next time. Peace out. Peace.